Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast, featuring your favorite host. Beautiful and lovely, talented. Justin Horn. World famous. World famous? And Jimmy Reese. I said, honey, I think I got a tick in my butt crack. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like a 16-year-old girl who just turned 16. Get at me like I'm some crack. Oh, I looked at him like he was a 16-year-old girl that... Just, just turned 16. <laughs> just butt cheeks for some reason. Yeah, I like to do that when I'm nervous. Is that a wrench in your pocket or are you just happy to I'm see me, I'm just happy to see you, Jimmy. Wow. Jimmy. Tyler is not here tonight, so J-Hodes doesn't have the star-crossed lover look going across the table. Yeah, I know it. No turkey talk today. <laughs> <laughs> turkey talk with Tyler. Oh, man. That's great. Uh, it's been a good year of turkey talk, and it's going to be another good year until we actually go. Well, I was going to say, when can we do do a segment on turkey killing? Uh, probably never. <laughs> probably never. If we actually ever go, we'll make sure we take everything with us, because that's going to be one uh, hell of a podcast. Hmm. He's got this whole thing planned out where we're gonna. He's gonna buy a big uh, that wild turkey uh, reserve bottle of whiskey that the he wants to get. Stuff. Yeah, the expensive yeah. stuff because you know he's got a really good job and no kids and no bills hardly. Right. So he can afford that shit. Yeah. Expendable hundred dollar fifth of whiskey. So he wants to do that, and then when he kills his first turkey, he's. I can only imagine. <laughs> I, I'm picturing like a Saturday Night Live skit. We probably ought to do a Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. Turkey talk with Tyler. And he could be uh, there with the turkey decoys and all that stuff. Oh, we already had the first one. We could totally, oh, we could totally do a turkey talk with Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Triple T. Triple T. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that name, that name could stick, I think. I think it could, yep. Yep. Triple T. So turkey talk with Tyler. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be there's you guys, we've been sitting here talking and there is gonna be some major shit going down with the Wild Barrel podcast here in the next few months. There's like we've had ideas bounced around in our brain like a pinball the past thirty minutes. I'm like, wait, stop. Let's just start recording. Yeah. I mean we yeah, we've been sitting here talking well, we don't really we don't Jimmy's really busy and I'm working a weird shift, so we don't talk. Yeah. Like we talk every and Marco day. Marco Polo, yeah, but that doesn't count. But it, yeah, we we don't actually sit down and talk about the podcast. That it doesn't much. count. It's kind of like you're not gay if your socks are on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been trying to. We got all kinds of stuff. Just talking about everything. We're going to try to take this as far as we can. I mean, who knows how far it's going to get? We could go downhill from today. No, <laughs> nobody really knows. Well, we haven't set the bar very high. No, we so haven't set the bar very high. At all. The risk is pretty pretty small. <laughs> uh, We're. Uh, uh, I mean, half our listens come from a guy in Arizona, so we're so we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which no is pretty people. cool. What's his name? His name is Juan Pablo Escobar. Pablo, Pablo, Juan, Juan from Arizona. How you doing, Juan? Juan. We know you're going to hear this. Yeah, we had a right. we we Justin the other night. He called. We were just leaving Mexican, and. Uh, he said, I said, he said, what are you doing? I said, oh, we just got named Mexican. He's like, really? What's his name? And I had him on speakerphone. <laughs> Carter goes, his name was Juan Inch. <laughs> Juan Inch. So shout out to Juan. So now that you guys know exactly what our conversations are like every time we talk to each other, it's never about business. We could, if, it's you know, just if like, we broke down and actually put like talk more about as much as we bullshit 
if we talked a little bit about the podcast <laughs> just every now and then, we could probably take it a little farther than what we got it. But for some reason, we can't bring ourselves to talk about anything else except for making fun of each other and talking about booty hoes. <laughs> <laughs> With their buddy bow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's get the... Uh, Let's get to the sponsors. Get the get sponsors out, out of the way. way. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Out of the way. That makes them sound bad. I don't know. We're get not getting out of the way. just bullshit done. Yeah, because we're trying to uh, keep all the sponsors we can with the move. That's right. Yeah. We have. And I'm going to talk about that. <clears throat> yes. First up, Illinois ASA Federation. ASA stands for Archery Shooters Association. Does it really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh. Archery Shooters Association. And they have federations in... A lot of states, not all states, but right. a lot of states. Illinois is uh, really lucky to have Dale and Kara Coonard as your state directors. They do a fantastic bang-up job. They hold qualifiers from March through July, and the qualifiers are, so for instance, next weekend is at Osage Creek is our Indiana-Illinois qualifier. So you can come shoot, you you log your score, you hand your score in, and, and they put you down that, hey, Justin shot at an Illinois and Indiana qualifier. He's good to shoot either state championship. Yep. You could come, pay your money, fire one arrow. Leave. Turn in the card, and you're qualified you're for done. state. Yeah. You don't have to hit a certain point. You don't, you don't even have to hit the target. No, you don't have to have a level, <laughs> a certain level of proficiency. You can just go. It's about having fun. Now. Yeah. <clears throat> A lot of people get competitive. The competitive side can can suck the fun out of archery. Yes, it can. And getting paired with somebody because it's all random, right? Usually, as far as like, yeah. yeah, like at state championship, they'll yeah. group you. So it's all random. So you know, if you if you go and you're one of the people that just want you just want to shoot and whatever, you, you just got to have that mindset. <clears throat> you know, don't let anybody else ruin your good time because yeah. some, some people get a little bit too, you know. They're more professional than what they really are. Well, you know, thing. I've talked, I talked to a lot of shooters and there's some that used to shoot competitive and they're like, you know what? I quit having fun. So I stopped yeah. and now I just bring a hunting bow and I just rear back and did I kill the animal or not? And that's what they go for. <clears throat> yep. They're like, I really got to the point where I wasn't having fun. And honestly, that 12 ring nine times out of 10 is not in the exact same spot you'd shoot an animal. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> so... I mean, that's it. just saying. So if you're going out and you just want to go out there and just get ready for deer season, go for it. Heck yeah. Just shoot. Don't even don't even take a card. Take nope. a card, put it in your pocket, don't even worry but about it. But what what usually happens, the organic path is people get into three D archery, they're having fun, they're shooting a kill and they're like, Oh wait, scoring rings, okay. Now they start aiming down on the scoring ring that they want and then they slowly get better and better and better. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, I'm going to shoot ASA. I can be competitive. Yeah. And then it turns into almost like an addiction. Yes. and But it can, it can that's when you go from, uh, that's where you separate the people that are pro versus the people who shot competitively and then it just sucked the fun out of it for them. Yeah. And so you can go either way. You can go get to a point to where you just want to keep going as far as you can go, or you'll hit that plateau and then you'll end up picking up a recurve or you'll pick up your hunting bow and you're just going out there shooting shooting to have fun yeah so yeah. you know it can it go, can go it can, either way it can go either way yeah mm -hmm. more power to you whatever you want to yeah, do yeah whatever you want to do we don't care if you well, like to shoot in the nude <clears throat> as long as you're shooting if you like to shoot in the nude that's right more power to you buying a target put it in your backyard don't even have to buy a target just make one up put some clothes in a box God, that would be funny <clears throat> what if the wobble arrow showed up at a 3d shoot just wearing breech cloths <laughs> <laughs> with recurves 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. I'd put a feather in my... we get a little... Uh, Headband? Headband, put a feather in it. Yeah. Yeah, just a cloth. Just a cloth. I'd have to have a rather big cloth. Free balling? Big balls. No, small penis. (laughs) (laughs) That's why your wife's always so grumpy. Uh, Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious, though, to show up at an actual ASA? Dale yeah. Kara, hey! Hey, Dan! Why Wero's here? <laughs> oh, you guys got to have a shirt, and then we go put Pacey's on or something. <laughs> no, just put them on ahead of time. <laughs> Get Wobblero decals <laughs> yeah. Yep. of yeah. our logo with the mic, little mic and the antlers. Yeah. Have that on each nipple. Yeah, have some pasties and a... Yeah. Oh, man. Could you imagine? I'm picturing no, I us couldn't. getting out of the car. I couldn't imagine. We got to build some PVC boats. Are we doing that again this year? Are we doing the uh, state championship? State championship. Enjoy it. It's way up north. I would like to, but we're going to have to see where we're at with the yeah. move and all the crap we got going on. Scheduling. I would like to, if and, we can. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Even That's if, up in donuts if, territory. If, yeah, if I got to work, then go. If you can go, go. If I can go, go. Yeah. We'll see. So that's my dilemma for next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Next weekend, the Illinois... A- I go full full on. It's a bad word, but retard sometimes. I understand. Yeah, I mean all the, the stuff, words are all coming the stuff out of with my the mouth. move. We're getting ready to get into the move here in a second too, which we've talked a little bit about. But uh, but we'll talk about Drimmies. Drimmy. <laughs> oh, Drimmy knees. Um, we'll talk about Jimmy's stresses and everything he's been going through yeah. here lately. So next weekend is the Illinois Indiana ASA qualifier here at Osage. And I know some of the people we want to get on the show will be here, but you're going to be out of town. I phoned me in, man. So I'm like, I'll be working shit. night shift. Yeah, I know. That'll make a great podcast. No, I'd get fired. I'd get fired big, big time. Somebody'd watch, listen to it and they go, they hear my machine in the background. I get fired. <laughs> yeah, Justin. Yeah. So anyway, that was my dilemma. It's like, son of a bitch. I don't care. Because there's like three or four people in the Illinois and Indiana ASA that we reached out to and schedules didn't work out there. Are, are we moving closer to them now? One of the guys, yeah, one of the guys are moving further away. One of the guys from Springfield area. Well, what we're going to have to what we're going to have to do is just start getting up with these people. We're closer now, so we can just meet up and we can drive to their house and set up. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Cuz we everything we got right here, we can fit in the trunk of my car. Yeah. We're mobile. <laughs> we are very mobile. Yep. So, although you know the Osage Creek table out here at the course. Yeah. I want to turn that into I'm going to get somebody to make legs for it and that'll be our podcast table. At the new place. Yes. Courtesy of John Yeely. <clears throat> yes. Yeely Edge Works. If you want live edge tables, here's a free shout out. <laughs> John Yeely from Marshall, Illinois, your man. Does a hell of a job. Leaves a couple bubbles, but I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> J- Jimmy's got this big ass table and it looks absolutely beautiful. And I just so happened to walk past the one little, I, you can't even tell it's there. And uh, John, uh, the funny part about it is John is so pissed off about it because Jimmy was telling me he's like he's so pissed off about that bubble he couldn't get it out. Yeah, he tried, <laughs> he tried. But um, so Illinois ASA Federation, find them on Facebook, look them up, check out their events tab on Facebook, find out where they're at if they're in your area, go shoot with them. Yeah, and if you have a weekend and you got time, go. I, it's worth the drive. Yeah, and if you know even an hour, hour and a half drive, you yep. know it's definitely worth the drive. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Next sponsor, Sword Sights. Coming with us. Sticking, Sticking with, with the, the wobbly, wobbly arrow. arrow. Yeah. Got to love the rod. That's right. I always say it. 
You do say it. <laughs> like a mock to the flag. <laughs> Speaking of going full retard. Uh, yeah. No. I'm teasing. You know about how you always go for it. Yeah. I always go for it. Yeah. Full retard. No. Uh, sword sights. Top quality. Made in the USA. All aluminum. CNC machined. Designed. Engineered. Manufactured. Assembled. 100% USA. And uh, me and Jimmy are doing the 80-yard dough this year. And if it wasn't for sword sights, I don't think we'd be doing it. Probably not. No. You know what? Uh, if you really sit back and think about it. I don't know if I'm going to have a place to shoot 80 yards at the new property. My house. You can shoot at my house. It's you, thick. You come right over and shoot. at your In your backyard? Mm-hmm. We'll just Dude, I got snipe a, one up I got, out of the field. I got 100 yards in my yard. No, 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 no. I'm not talking practice. Pra- I can practice in my Oh, yard. you're talking about what you The actual mean? killing the deer. Pl- plant an apple tree. Just shoot across the yard. <laughs> Just plant an Walk apple out tree. the back door. Yeah. Thunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Maybe if I hunted on one side of the pond and shot clear across the pond over to the other. I mean, that's illegal, but The whatever. new property is so thick. <laughs> is it illegal to shoot over water? <laughs> yeah. You're kidding me. No, it's illegal to shoot over water. That might just be a gun. It might not be archery. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, I would like to get, especially since I'm moving to Indiana, mm. man, we're like super ADD tonight. We're all over the place. Uh, wildlife officer from Indiana to come on the show. Okay. Well, I think we might be able to do that. I know a couple, I think, he's two. Okay. I don't know how good the graces are. But oh. I, I've never, I never did anything like bad. a good story. I never did anything bad. That sounds like a good story. He Mm-mm. starts talking slow. We might have accidentally stole some... Uh, He's looking, hunting ground off a. Of, he's looking at me. Like, <laughs> well, they were gonna get it. They were gonna get to hunt it for free, and uh, and we for there was one year there where I don't get any details, but we leased out, uh, bought cameras, everything. We leased out like thirty eight hundred acres. <sighs> yeah, and uh, you sound like a piece of shit right now. <laughs> Uh, it was only one year. It was only one oh, year. It was just and, one year. Yeah, and I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't the one that leased it. I wasn't the one that leased it. So, uh, <laughs> like but I was. Story. I was a part of it, but I didn't lease it. And so, you know, a bunch of stuff kind of went down, and we kind of figured out that if the ground that wasn't going to get leased was going to be because they wanted a lot of money for it, like a lot of fuck, a lot of fucking money, and just so happened the guy that came in and leased it and and everything. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I can't tell the story on Don't here. tell it. Then. I can't tell Don't the story. But uh, as Let's far as Let's go back goes, to Sword Sights. Sword Sights, yes. Uh, uh, Rod Notstein. Yeah. Rod's a great guy, great company. It's a great site. I'm telling you now, Rod needs more dealers to carry Sword Sights. So yes. I want to implore all of you that are listening right now, if your local pro shop does not carry Sword Sights, go ask them to sign up. It's on Rod's website, www.swordsite.com. There's a dealer section. There's a dealer app right on there. Mm-hmm. It's super simple to become a sword dealer. There's no minimums, really. They don't have to spend $1,000 or $500 or, <laughs> or $5,000 or 5000 or $25,000. <laughs> right, yeah. um, there's really no minimum to become a dealer. I mean, Rod's got, you know, if if they need help deciding up a, maybe an introductory stocking plan, I'm sure he's got bestseller list he could yeah. give them. But hit your dealer up. Once you get one in your hands, you can feel the difference of the site, the yeah. quality. And and Rod is a he's his his name's out there, but it's he's trying to he's he wants to catch up. 
you know, and he's got the product to do it with. Yep. Yep. So yep. that's, that, that's what put it. And, uh, he, and people know his name. It's not like, you know, people don't know who he is. It's not like he's just some small business is just getting started. Right. But Sword's been around for years. Yeah, it's been around for a long time. Yeah. But he's just, he's really starting. We're he, getting into he the wants to get in. Yeah. So he wants to get up there with a true glow or an IQ or, you know, all that, all, all those good sites that everybody knows. <laughs> Wait a minute. True glow? Well, okay. Okay. They might not be the best site. Look, you can polish it. But dog everybody, if you say True Glow, anybody who's anybody who hunts knows what it is. Because of the marketing. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, any Bass Pro or Walmart you walk into, you see one. So <laughs> I still I still wish Rod had the creative license that we have as a podcast. We can say whatever we want. And I liked our tagline that one episode of, if you're not sh- shooting a sword, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't that make yeah. a great t-shirt? Yeah. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so go to your local pro shops. Tell them you want to see a sword. Tell them you want to fondle a sword in their shop. Yeah, and like you said, it's really it's really easy for them to get into it. It's not like it's they they got to do a bunch of stuff to do it, and you no just, hoops to jump through. No. Simple form to fill out. Yeah, great company to work with. Rod stands behind the products. If the shops have any problem at all, Rod's going to make it right and take care of it. And they it's will, a win win. And they will sell. It's a win for the shop because it's high quality equipment. And yes. every shop loves selling high quality equipment. It's a win for the customer because the value is really there. Yes, Very, some yes. of the sites are pricey, but the value is there because it's high quality stuff. And you also don't you don't you don't have a whole lot of companies out there where you can call the owner and go, I want this on the site, this on the site, this color, this many pens, this size pens, you know, and you don't have to order a bunch of extra shit. Yeah. You know, if, if you go buy one off the shelves, if you want extra pens, you got to spend 10, 15 bucks on an extra pen. Right. Or, you know, if you want a smaller pen, you're going to have, you know, the, you're, you're throwing a pen away. Yep. You know, you don't have to do that. You can call Rod and he can customize it for you and, and you can get it sent to you the way you want. Piece of cake. I just ordered Justin and I jury sites this week and mm-hmm. I got them customized the way we want them. No extra cost, no extra crap to jump through. Yep. Like, hey, Rod, here's what we want. Right, we want two inch housings. I want this color, these color pens and these diameters. Justin wants these colors and these diameters. So yeah, it's the way to go. And also, Rod's other company, the sister company to Sword, is Tree Limb Quivers. Very good quiver. Very very good quiver. If you need a good quiver, rock solid. He's got the aluminum ones. He's got the plastic carbon type models. Uh, quiver for every budget. Yes, three arrow, just five like his, arrow, just like his sights. Yeah, seven arrow, right? I don't know does if Rod a does seven? a seven or not. I'll have to look. We'll have to ask. Here's the thing about Rod, though. If you come up with a good idea hell yeah, and you send it to <clears> him, <throat> if it's a good idea, he'll do it. Yeah. He's all the time on Facebook asking people for input. Yeah. Hey, guys, what do you think about... He's talking about a single pin site like a judge putting another fiber in the up pin. So you'll have two fibers there. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. They both move. It'll just right. be like a 15-yard difference, so you could be 20 and 35. Or however fast your bow is, it's just going to be around a ten to fifteen yard. That way, when you're shooting further, yeah, you, and you need yeah. a little bit just more, just a out little of your bit sight, more. Yeah, hell yeah, that's that, awesome. Use that second optic, and, and and he gets in there. He gets on Facebook incognito, and it's like, yeah, what do you guys think about this? And oh, everybody's yeah. like, yeah, that's so funny. I think that's awesome the way yeah. he does that. So he gets his information off social media, and, and he talks to everybody. So. Yeah, and, and look on Facebook. There is a uh, group. He added me to it. Um, Sword Sights Mafia. <clears throat> really? I oh. think that's what it's called. He didn't add me. Well, he doesn't like you. I know. What, I, love the rod, I, I love the rod, but the rod doesn't love me back. It's not reciprocal. <laughs> that's the right word for that, right? 
Yeah, Sword Sites Mafia. So look up on Facebook. Go to Sword Sites Mafia. It's a closed group, but uh, he'll he'll add you. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, tree limb quivers, sword sights. Check them out. Go to your pro shop. Pro shop doesn't have them. Talk to the pro shop that carried them. True limb quivers is the same way. There's a dealer app on the website. Super easy to work with. No minimums. Your dealer's not going to have to, uh, you know, jump through a bunch of hoops, spend a lot of money to get the product in the store. Rod is offering payment and product to people who bring pro shops on board. Yep. So if you do talk your pro shop into carrying sword or tree limb, you need to hit Rod up. Yeah. Or let your shop know to mention your name when they send in the app. And he wants to go. He wants to get in all these little shops. Yeah. He, you know that's where he wants to be. He doesn't. Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be. He in doesn't Walmart. want to be in Walmart, Bass Pro, Cabela's. He doesn't want to do all that crap. Yep. He wants to be in little shops, and he wants to make it available for everybody who and wants to get the shit done. That's what we need, <laughs> America. Yes. In archery industry needs strong pro shops. Yep. Enough with the Amazon and eBay bullshit. So now that Nice Archery is shutting down, we don't have to be biased. And That's we right. can we can start going around here locally. We ought to do uh, pro shop highlights. Ooh, I can do it while I'm traveling too. Oh. Mm. Start Ooh. bouncing in pro shops. Hey, you got any sword sets? Huh? Oh, look at this. Oh yeah. Yeah. My God, you could. I know. I ought to send you some, like a polo shirt. Oh, yeah. And a briefcase and yeah. full of uh, ad slicks. Yeah. I wear my polo shirt and my mankini. <laughs> <laughs> the polo shirt with the breech cloth. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I mean, that's, I, I think I'll. You ought to do that. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. <clears throat> Go up in there, Wobbly Arrow style with, style with a Wobbly Arrow t shirt and. Tell them about our podcast and tell them about Sword Sites. There you go. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Say they're offering some stuff and yeah. I need to get my I need to get mine in first and put it on my bow. Yes. And then I can should just, be here soon. Then I just take my bow in and just let them know they might be shipping real soon because he charged me shipping on the invoice and they never charge shipping right away. Oh really? So I'm guessing he's getting them out either right. maybe that day. Way to go, Rod. Yeah. So. The boys got skills. Boys are oh, that, would, that goes with nothing. So that's it for sponsors. <clears throat> yeah. If you know any company that might want to have two jackasses talk about them like Justin and I, send yep. them our way. Send them our way. We'll talk we'll to talk them. We'll talk about them. Yeah. We'll try their stuff out. We don't like it. We'll tell you that too. Yeah, that's the thing though. <clears throat> be forewarned, I guess. That's right. Yeah. If we don't like it, we'll be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no thanks. Well, we're not going to push your shit just because you want us to. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we have know, to believe in it. We know some people like that. That's like, that's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, they don't want me on no more. This other thing's the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Ah, fuck those people. Yeah. With a big hard cock, because that's bullshit. <laughs> yes, it is bullshit, because all you're doing is lying to people. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I understand that there's a lot of good products out there. Uh, I, I, I get it, but you can't just shoot something once and then and then just start preaching. I mean, <laughs> well, the problem is you preach to me for six months about product A, and then all of a sudden you've got product B, and you're like, ah, product A sucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Seriously. We you don't just, roll like that. You got that. me into this. Yeah. We don't roll like that. Yep. So let's, let's. Can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Hit pause real fast. Pause real fast, fast. That was fast. That was real fast. That was I, that was like bam. Wop up. We're out of there. Wop up. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. And speaking of move, holy shit! What a segue. Yeah, I know, right? Gotta love them segways. 
Segways. Yeah. Is that like a form of public transportation? You know, that was supposed to revolutionize like cities and stuff. That was like a big... It, it didn't. Went over like a fart in church. Just got a lot of funny fail videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is that. Yeah, there is that. And sensation on YouTube. Yeah. So, so Jimmy is moving. Which we talked about. We did. But Jimmy's getting stressed out. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy is. He's He's got a lot of shit on his mind right now. There's a lot. Yeah, to the point where I'm having trouble sleeping. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. If the dogs wake up in the middle of the night, forget it. I can't get back to sleep. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've yeah. been up at 4 a.m. a few times where Jack's <clears throat> the one out to potty, and I let him out to potty, and I just lay there in bed, and my brain's just... 100 <clears throat> miles an hour. Oh, yeah. That won't happen for very much longer. <sighs> Not very much longer. Yeah. It's, and the problem is the stress is coming from there's so many moving parts. I'm closing the bow shop, trying to get rid of products. 20% off of everything. Closing out Osage. We got one last shoot left. It's yeah. next weekend. So if I get those two things out of the way. You're um, good. My stress level will get better, but it's still going to be stressful. Yeah, but as far not. as the move goes, you got to admit, it's pretty fucking smooth. As far as? Just the way how stuff's going. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can't complain yeah, at all. Yeah. But you know what it's like when you're out of control? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm reactive instead of proactive. When I when I moved last year, I, I I got nothing to compare to because when we moved, it was like one week we're putting in an offer, two weeks later we're packing shit. <clears throat> That's how fast it went. So and I was gone for work, so I come home to we're moving. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have. Was to. Mandy stressed out? No. She wasn't. No, it went by. It it went way too smooth. They they accepted our offer, and then we were like, "Well, will you pay for this, this, and this?" We're like, "Yeah, sure." And yeah, it went that fast. We got lucky too. Wow. I mean, you guys got pretty lucky as far as how everything kind of went down. Well, bang bang. Yeah, bang bang bang. Bang bang bang. Yeah. Uh, bang bang bang. I wouldn't stress out too much, man. I would. It's easy for you to say. It's very You're the easy. guy that stresses I get over to, the I, I get to come shit. over here. I get to come over here, drink Jimmy's beer, and just tell him not to stress out. That's yeah. what I get to do. <laughs> this son of a bitch stresses out over the smallest shit. Like he stresses out over turkey season and making sure everything's in his room ready so when he comes back home, he can go turkey hunting. Well, that's he does di- the same thing during deer season. That's a different kind of stress, though. Well, yeah, but you're over I there. Lo- like, I love you're over there telling me just don't I love, stress. I love that. I don't stress well, over. You're uprooting your family and moving out of state, and you're selling your bow shop and selling the 3D targets. No big deal. It's Piece not a care. big deal. Everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to go. What do you mean everybody wants to go? Everybody. It's not like you say uprooting your family like it's oh, a bad I thing. Oh, I know, I know, I know. No, no. They your family's at the top of the hill and they're already balled up, ready to roll down. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? They're, it's like they're just waiting for the push is all they're waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. And you're and you're just standing behind them all freaking out and stuff with a hundred mile an hour. Here's the thing. Brain. Here's the thing is I'm not doing a hundred percent of everything, Yeah, but I'm doing a strong 92. <laughs> I'm trying to let lessen the workload of my wife. Okay. For medical reasons. Yes. She can't handle the stress right now. So I'm taking on everything, everything, everything. And then, yeah. And so to help her cope, I'm putting more on me. And so that's like compounding my stress. 
And then, so, and I'm not complaining about work, but at work, I'm kind of like, you could say a guidance counselor. People come to me with shit. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I'm a good listener right. and I try and lighten the mood yeah. and make them happy. So everybody, <clears throat> not everybody, the majority of people come to me with their problems. Yeah. So it's like, and I'm gonna let you guys know, Jimmy doesn't get like he doesn't get mad, even if he's mad. You don't see him get mad. I've seen I've seen you legitimately kind of pissed off like one or two times, yeah. but that's really it. Jimmy just doesn't. He's always kind of like happy go lucky, and then right behind that smile is like this, just fucking Hulk that's just oh. trying to break out, but he won't let it do it. So I I'm I don't wear my emotions <clears throat> on my sleeves. I'm my wife, much to her dismay, she doesn't like it that I don't show my feelings. Yeah. I try and keep them bottled up and hidden. So at work, I'm hearing bullshit all the time, which normally doesn't bother <laughs> right, me doesn't one bother, bit. Yeah. You know, but like, right oh, now, really? it's, it's okay. like, oh, you have this problem? Well, fuck you. Here's what I got going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's how. I, that's exactly how I feel right now about everything. Like, when was it? Was it yesterday or this morning? It was this morning. <laughs> Lori freaked out about something Carter's girlfriend was coming, but we had to go get an MRI and do all this shit at the hospital and blah, 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 blah. And right. she's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, my tongue's bitten in half. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'll take care of it. Uh, yeah. And I leave the room. I'm like, what am I? Motherfucker, this <laughs> fucking bullshit. I go to Carter's room, open the door. Hey, bud, what's the problem? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's wrong. I'm like, come on, don't lie to me. What's going on? You know, we got to go to the hospital today, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay, so there's no problem. No, I've dealt with it. Okay, uh, thanks. Uh, Shut the door. <laughs> Motherfucker, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this is rarity. You guys better take all this in because Jimmy does not let this shit out ever. <clears throat> it's not, 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 not unless he's alone and on the podcast. toilet. If he's alone and on the toilet, I'll get a good Marco Polo every oh, now yeah. and then. <laughs> That's true. This type of shit's usually reserved for Marco Polo. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. Oh, no, they don't listen. They don't like. They can't stand the sound of our voice half the time during the day. They ain't gonna listen to us willingly. Well, I don't want her to to feel bad. <clears throat> no, as she shouldn't. No, 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 no. no. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. 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 I, I know the situation. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. I'm just glad she's getting help. I mean, yeah. we all are. Everybody is. Everybody's pulling. And she's not an alcoholic or an addict. <laughs> she's been diagnosed with yeah. something that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The way you said it, she's getting help. Yes. Fucking, did you hear about Jimmy's wife? She's on meth yeah, or something. she's on meth. Fucking. That's how rumors get started. <laughs> she does not have a drug issue. She long, does not have a drinking issue. Long story short, she's in a lot of pain. They're yeah. taking care of it. We finally figured out why. Figured out why, yeah. So now we got a treatment plan. Yeah, and it's a really good thing. And, uh, you know, we're all pull, pulling for your wife. I mean, yeah. it, I'm, it's it's a it's a good thing rather Hopefully than... Hopefully she'll feel good enough to pull on my pecker one oh, of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Little, yeah little, I hope she don't break it, though. Jerky, what, if she, what if she gets like... Like all buff and stuff. And gets mean with it? Yeah, it gets mean with it. tear it up? Fucking pulls it off. It, it can't be pulled Pull off. a pecker muscle? How old am I? I'm 41, almost 42. I got a lot of miles <laughs> yeah. on that somebody. You can't pull it off. I've tried to pull it off several times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, so, shit. yeah, I'm, it's good to get it off my chest, I guess. And who better to get it off to than a wild than A bunch arrow. of motherfuckers we've never met. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are the bestest friends I've never met. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh my gosh. So hopefully about two podcasts from now we should be moved. Yeah. 
and then we should have a lot more podcasts. Bear with us, guys. Yeah. More well, content, too, outside of the podcast. Yeah. I've been a piece of shit lately. Justin's been the only no, one pe- no uploading piece of pictures. Shit. Jimmy's got, okay, think of it this way. He ran a bow shop, had a full-time job, and then had an archery course on or on top of that. You've been doing that for how many years? Uh, four. Yeah, so he gets like one day out of the month that he actually had a break. And that's been for the past four years. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. Oh, I was going to say, you're not busy. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> motherfucker's fishing all yeah. the time. Uh, hey, you got to get content somehow. <laughs> Is that what you tell the wife? Look, I have to go fishing. Hey, no, yeah. Hey, that's a really good excuse, too. <laughs> this is for the Wobbly Arrow. Yeah, yeah, this is for the Wobbly Arrow. We got to get this shit did. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so tell us about. The smallmouth fishing. Oh, well, okay. So I took kids smallmouth fishing. We did really good. You're, I'm talking 30, 40 fish. And, and I'll try not to geek out on this too much. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I don't know. Largemouth versus smallmouth. Do they taste different when you cook them? Um, it's it's kind of, okay, that, that varies lake to lake. Oh, um, right. So, mind. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you got a good lake that's nice and clean, your fish are going to be clean. You know, if you're in a river, river's clean, your fish are going to be clean. You know, if you got one where they're pumping shit into it every day, it's not going to be as clean. I mean, that's, and you can usually, by word of mouth, you can kind of tell which rivers are better than others. But, uh, yeah, but for the most part, like, a river fish will taste a little bit better than a lake fish. So. Real happy to be the other way around. No, because uh, you got to think they're they're flushing their systems out, and they're usually a lot more active. So it's going to be a lot leaner. And, uh, uh, and, and, and fish are always lean, but you can kind of tell the difference, especially when you flay them out, there's a different consistency to them, in my opinion. And so, but I think there's nothing, there's two kinds of fish I love more than anything. And then I'll, I'll, I'll quit this, but I like ice fish cause uh, a fish underneath the ice where they're so cold and they're only eating like bugs and photoplankton and smaller fish. They're not as active. You know, they're not eating a bunch of shit all at once. Yep. The the meat is so clean, and a, a a river fish like if you're going smallmouth fishing or you're fishing for, uh, you know everybody likes catfish. I'm I, I I don't catfish that much. I don't have the patience for it. I, I'm too I'm too fat. I like I, I like to move. I can't just sit there and cast that line and do nothing. I don't like to do that. You don't? No, that's my favorite. No, I don't like. I'm I'm not a big fan. Like I can do it at night, maybe you know. But if we were sitting here recording a podcast with poles in the water, <laughs> oh hell yeah, I could do that. Okay. I, I've been catfishing before. I mean, it's not like I don't know how to do it. I know how to do it. But uh, as far if I had a choice, even at night, I'd rather go smallmouth fishing because or or largemouth because they bite better at night, most of the time. So. You know, you fish top water, you can hear them hit the bait. And you know what my favorite is? Bearded clam. Bearded clam? Yeah. You like eating bearded clam? Uh-huh. A little JJ. <laughs> Since the younger kids now, the thing is to shave it. You huh? can't call it the bearded clam You anymore. can't, can you? Huh. Damn. That porn industry, man, they, start, they started a revolution, didn't <laughs> they? They wrecked it. Yes, they did. <laughs> but... River fish, I like them yeah, right. I like them. I like them right out of the river. You're fine. I'm just going to get this over with so we can fucking keep going. Uh, because people are like, "What about the? F- what about that? You got to skip. The- what you just skip? No. Okay. But right now, uh, with not necessarily the drought we're having, but a lot of hot weather, uh, and 
low rain. We're getting enough, you know, keeping crops and stuff going, but nothing's really dried out. But the water's levels are falling. If you hit a creek or a river or something like that and you find some deep holes, cause the fish aren't moving. So your odds of catching a really big fish out of a creek or river right now are amazing. Before we have another big rain, the fish get to move. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so they're so they might be stuck. Yeah, they're stuck. They're not necessarily stuck. They can move, but they don't want to. It's summertime. It's hot. They're they're uh, uh, they're just feeding on stuff that's coming by them. You know, they're not they're not real active right now. Yep. Uh, so if you can go find a nice hole and uh, and and fish next to the moving water, you know where it swirls. They call it eddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can usually do really good and find a bunch of fish held up in one spot. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. Man, you are dropping knowledge. Dropping knowledge. So right now is a really good time. And that and that's a very, very that's that's me putting it in a really short sentence. Because I could sit here and talk <laughs> about it for a while. Well go ahead, dude. Uh, no, no, there ain't no point. If you're gonna go to Creeker River, go right now. Go wild slow and clear. Yep, fish with small baits. Try to match the hatch. Whatever you see uh, in the water, see small crawdads. Fish with a small crawdad, you see a bunch of small minnows. Fish with a, you know something that kind of mimics them, oh, okay. and you can do really good. A lot of people try to use this color bait and that color bait, whatever. If it's clear water, match what you see, you're going to do just fine. That's good advice. Yep, it's very simple. Wow, you know, don't have to overcomplicate stuff. <laughs> I mean, I can, but that's but I'm not. true in a lot of areas of life. <laughs> you know, shit. Yeah, everybody. Well, I got a bunch of buddies. that's like I just want to catch a big smallmouth, and there's not a whole lot around here. I'm like bullshit. There's smallmouth in all these creeks and, and rivers and stuff. You just all you got to do is stop thinking about it so much. The more lines you put in the water, you know, and more you learn about it, just a little bit, you can go out and catch a good one. I mean, hell, I took all three of my kids, and we went and swam, and we still caught uh, three smallmouth over three pounds, three or four pounds, which is a big smallmouth in these little creeks. Is that big? Yeah, for the yeah for these little. I mean, there's been some six pounders and stuff come out of Sugar Creek, but I fished maybe uh, probably three hundred yard stretch of water. It's not like I got in a kayak and fished all day. Right. We fished for three or four hours, and I caught smallmouth bigger than what people have caught all you know their whole life. Yeah. So. <clears throat> That's a golden horseshoe. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's the, it, it really is it. Don't know, just coming from the golden horseshoe. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I've been luckiest, I've been, been told I'm lucky. Luckiest some bitch I've ever met in my life. Yeah, you and Spencer. I mean, yeah. Why? Huh? Why? Why am I lucky? I can't just be good at what I do. I mean, no. I got I got two things I'm good at, and people call me lucky. I'm good at fishing, and that's really all I'm good at: is fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting over here waiting. I'm like, and? I don't need, uh, and? yeah, I don't know that thing. Yeah, I'm not that good at shooting a bow. I guess I got pretty good at recurve pretty quick, but three years though that's a lot of time. Yeah, I did put in a lot of time, lot but of I time. put in a lot of time fishing too. Have you? Oh, yeah, my whole life. Worse than Wyatt, that's saying something, not anymore, but I used to be. Worse than Wyatt? Oh, yeah. Wyatt gets these magazines, and he will read and read. Like, he'll read each one three or four times, and then he'll go, I don't want this anymore, Dad. I think he's just tired of looking at the same damn magazine. Yeah. And he's waiting for next month for the next one to come in. I tried to tell him. I was like, listen, just put it away, and then you remember that that information's in there. (laughs) I said, next time we got to go fish this kind of weather or whatever, all you got to do is go back, open it up. Get you a little information. So you're telling me that Wyatt drills down deep like you do. Oh, bad. Yeah. So I'm going to get personal real quick. Go for it. When you first discovered that you could mess with your jammy, 
Yeah. And it was fun. Did you drill down deep? Oh, like, deep, overboard? dude. I'm, I'm talking, like, I didn't come out of my room for like five or six days. So why it's going to be the same pounds. way. Yeah. <laughs> you look like Quagmire yeah, on that family guy Yeah, episode. exactly. My right arm was just buff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had so many calluses on my right hand. I had to switch to my left. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I, I, well, why it is a Justin Jr. Huh? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Chip off the old block. Uh, oh, but one thing I got to worry about is he's got the sense of humor. He's got it. It's good. But he don't know when to turn it off. He'll get that with time. Uh, oh, He'll get that with man. time. Yeah, but we can't. It's hard to take him out in public. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad probably but, said the uh, same thing. Oh, about probably. You. Well, no, no, no. My sense of humor didn't come until I got older. Really? I was kind of a shy kid, honestly. Really? Yeah. It's hard to believe. I know, right? Well, like Cameron, my oldest son, he's freaking hilarious. If you can sit down and talk to him. Yeah. When he was young, he never laughed, never smiled, was just dead serious all about it all the time. And yeah. I thought. And Dad and I talk about this. We're like, how in the hell did his sense of humor end up the way it is? Because yeah. he's hilarious. All right. But he's he's a, shy. He had a permanent stick up your ass for the first 12 years of your he life. He did. He did. That that boy could be an actor if he wanted. He has such good facial muscle control, and he's so funny. His timing's so good. And he can like do these voices and act really well. But he doesn't do it like if just in anybody's around. Yeah. Yeah. I encouraged him in high school. I'm like, dude, you ought to do drama club. He'll be one of those. He'll be one of those people that'll turn 35, and he'll be like, oh my god, you were so you, you know, you know, he's like the life of the get together yeah. party or whatever, yeah. and yeah, where he figures out that figures it out, yeah, 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 that it's okay to cut up and have fun and just be yourself, yeah, yeah, because he is. He's so funny. My mom loves being around him. She just laughs, like belly laughs the whole time. He's so funny. But anyway. He is funny. I've only got I've only got him into that situation like once or twice. Yeah. I've sat down and talked to him because he yeah. is kind of a. He's shy. Yeah, he's kind of a, he, he'll hold back a little bit. Yeah. I've been coming around enough now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll see it once we move and oh, he's yeah. there and once he cuts loose, <clears throat> you'll be like, oh my God, who is this kid? He's freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we was playing that one that uh that game, and he he was cutting up things. Oh yeah, yeah. aggravation or bump. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about Played that. a little bullshit. Yeah, 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 bullshit. <laughs> so, um, I asked Juan earlier. Juan and I were conversing. Juan from Arizona. I said, "Is there anything you want to talk about? You want us to talk about any questions you got or anything?" He said, "Broadheads." Talk about broadheads. He's had good success with rockets, rocket broadheads. Justin and I started talking about it earlier. I'm like, oh, let's save it for the podcast. Justin's like, ah, let's not talk about it now. We kind of both have the same opinion that broadheads are a touchy subject, kind of like religion or politics. Yes. People get pissed off. Yeah. If you poo-poo their brand or you say this brand's better than that brand, it's the Ford Chevy Dodge thing. Yeah, that's 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 all it is. And just put it this way, without good shot placement, it's not a good broadhead. That's right. Period. No matter what you're shooting. No matter what you're shooting. There's so many broadheads, just like we went to the ATA show. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's we, broadheads the, you've never heard of. Yes, never seen before. And you go, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then they look cool. And then you go, ah, is it really you know worth trying? And, you know, like, because here's the thing about hunters, most hunters, most hunters are not willing to go away from a certain brand. 
once they get a few good shots, a few good kills, and you're like, oh, and you're this like, works. yeah, this works. That's how I feel about Schwacker. Yeah, that's how I feel about Schwacker myself. Yeah, and <clears throat> and we just switched a guy from Rage to Schwacker tonight. Yep, and and it's not like we're preaching. It's no. not preaching. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, I with a sixty-five pound bow last year, at, I got a pass through at fifty-two yards. That's on a big doe. So, I to me, I'm going to stick with them. But if for some reason I shot a rocket when I was going to shoot a you know a rage or 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 a a, a schwacker, and I got a couple pass throughs with it, I wouldn't switch. Yeah, I mean it's it it was just the timing is all it was. Yeah, and I think that's you know it's like this last year I sold a shit ton of ram cats. Yeah, that was the hot head. Everybody had good success. I don't know how these people switch bows and broadheads every year. Yeah. I don't I, I didn't have a good experience with rage. I, I just didn't. That was just me. In I didn't have a bad experience with rage, but I've seen lots of people have bad experiences with rage. Yeah. There's like, no wiggle. Mm. There's there rage is it's it's okay, you have you can never have the best of both worlds. You either have to have like an inch and a half cut, like a swacker, and you know, and you can have a little bit of wiggle room, or you know, if you want that big bucket of blood. You have to make sure your shot placement is really good because if you're off with a rage, you're kind of screwed. You're not going to get through the shoulder. Yeah, you're not. No, you're not going to get through the shoulder or, or even if you. I mean, you because can't really hit a rib. But if you hit a rib, like when they get thicker up the body. Yeah. If even if you hit a rib pretty hard, it's it's going to mess with your shot. And one of the thing, one of the downsides to a rage is, and this isn't a piss on rage thing. No. So if you're a rage fan, more power to you. Kill them. Go out Spill and shoot. Some blood. Don't be mad at us. But one of the one of the downsides for me for rage is how much energy it takes off of the shot to open the rear deploying blades. Right. Where the schwackers go in at one inch. And, and that's not just rage. You're you're talking about uh, T three and all that stuff. And we love T bone, but I wouldn't shoot one because it's it's a rear deploying. It takes a lot of pressure to open those blades up. Yeah. So that's all. So whatever you're shooting, I mean. So I've got Wacom broadheads over here. I've never shot a Wacom. I stocked them because someone recommended them. I had one guy in here. He's like, best broadhead I've ever shot in my life. I can shoot a deer towards the vitals at any direction, facing me, quartering me, standing away from me. I will kill that deer every time. I'm like, good. I'm glad you got confidence, awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. It doesn't mean anything to me. No. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Because it, it's a personal thing. <clears throat> yep. So. Yep. So shit on us all you want to. Uh, our our opinion is we really don't have one. That's right. <laughs> our we, opinion is if it works for you, <clears throat> sweet. That's right. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, uh, just you know. And but the only thing we try to preach on here is shot placement. Yeah, Good. please do your damn homework and just fucking shoot it right. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't matter what you shoot. You could probably fasten your damn uh, flintlock broadhead out of stone. And it's uh, if it's mildly sharp and you and you double lung a deer, it's gonna die. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna die pretty fast. Yep. So I mean, right. I'm, I mean, because hell, they shot deer with those for years. Well, and, and let's be honest, shit happens. No matter how good of a shot you are, if you've hunted long enough, you've made a bad shot. I lost Stuff the biggest buck, biggest buck of my life. You 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 draw back and you lose branches through your peep. You hit branches. Yep. You have deer don't ducks sh- a string. Don't check your fucking equipment before you shoot it. Yeah, I mean, there's all <laughs> kinds of things that can happen. Yep. So, good shot placement. That's mm-hmm. where it's at. Yep, don't worry about your broadhead. 
<clears throat> so much. I've shot a bunch of different broadheads. I, I have sh- too. I shot rain broadheads for a while. Oh, you probably never heard of. They're never out of they're out of Michigan. I bought those because and don't get me wrong, they were a badass broadhead. They passed through very easily. I, that's what I shot my buck with. And then another buck I got come from with a rage. And uh, matter of fact, every single buck I've killed has come with a different broadhead. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah, sure has. I, one time I was broke and I didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of and I needed broadhead. So yeah. I bought these $19 mechanicals from Walmart. NAP shockwaves, I think is what they were called maybe. They were, I hated them because they took an O-ring to hold the blades closed. Yeah. But I killed three deer that year with them and they're one of the best broadheads I've ever shot. Right. I mean, when you double lunged a deer... And you, I always do an autopsy when I feel oh, dressing. Yeah. I'm looking, you know, what kind of damage? Let's look at insurance and exit and that kind of stuff. The lungs were like shredded. They were like soup. Really? They were soupy. I'm like, holy shit, this broadhead's $19 and it did that good? Most of it's marketing, man. If you put a good shot. Yep. Even the. Hell, nowadays, if you make a good broadhead and you get somebody that's, that has a good social media page to shoot it and then you show the damage it does. <laughs> <laughs> skyrocket I, I'm, think about it yeah if, oh no if I you can imagine that me and you went in your garage right there made two broadheads three broadheads me and you got one we sent one to lee and tiffany and they go out and lee kills 190 inch deer with it tell me that we ain't gonna get a hundred thousand orders right yeah you're right <clears throat> you're right the one broadhead that i would that i would tell everybody to check out and look into that was new at ata this year that i thought was really cool was thorn archery that was the broad head it's orange and it's got the little pointy head on it and the blades are actually in completely inside so it looks like a big long field point yeah and as soon as that broad head hits it depresses that and it oh kicks, that's right yeah it kicks them out they're spring loaded yeah kicks them out inch and three-quarter cut that looked promising yeah for arrow flight yeah for arrow flight which honestly rage schwacker the dr it's hard it's hard to even find a fixed blade broad head it doesn't fly good yeah, I mean, I mean it, it really the way is. bows are getting tuned nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, used to when I put Thunderheads on my first bow, I had to go to the bow shop and get four or five inch fletchings because my arrows were wiggling all over the place. I know guys that still shoot the big uh, four blade uh, uh, Stink Magnus Stingers. Yeah, uh, and they'll never go to anything else. Yeah, one of the one of the best guys that I know that hunts got he could buy anything you wanted to. He shoots fucking Magnus. Yep. Yep. He's got the same old Magnus. It's one of those things, man. It's like, do you believe in Jesus? Yep. Okay. Good for you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then I got, when I got into traditional, I got into grizzly broadheads and, uh, which is a single beveled big case knife on the end of your arrow. Uh, and turns. It's what it looks like. It's it, dude. It's like three inches long. Wow. Yeah, uh, they're long. They're not. It's only like an inch and a quarter cut. But they're you know you can get them anywhere from a hundred grains to three hundred and fifty grains. I think is what you can get them to. Yeah, you're talking about. Well, those are the guys that go like on moose hunts and stuff with, with traditional stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have all the kinetic energy you Seven need. Seven or eight hundred grain arrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're supposed to. Although I can't remember what that was. Ten grains per pound that you're shooting is what your arrow is supposed to be and uh so if you're shooting a 60 pound bow they want you at 600 grain yeah yeah Uh, that's what they want you at i net did i figured out that pretty much if you got good shot placement in a sharp broadhead you're gonna do just fine you know most of your 
you know foc up front most, yeah. of, your, most of your weight up front and you're you're gonna do fine as long as you can get good arrow flight with the with the recurve everybody's like oh i gotta shoot a 200 grain tip and and you know i gotta have six eight hundred grain arrows no you just make sure your arrows fly straight because the straighter your arrows fly you know the the more they're not going to knock off towards the, towards the end of your shot you know yep. you're, you're you're going to get good spin and all that stuff and uh you know whatever you can handle up front if you can handle 100 grains shoot 100 grains if you can handle 250 shoot 250 gotcha so whatever you know back boils back down to air flight and shot placement is key that's key yeah even with a recurve especially with a recurve because i mean you're shooting even if you're shooting a 60 pound bow i did know a guy that had a 100 pound bow and thousand grain arrows Deesh. that's a big arrow he, well, he had he had to shoot uh uh is like the heaviest carbon arrow he could find because he couldn't find a wooden arrow or a traditional arrow that would do it. So he was actually shooting uh, like full metal jackets or something like that out of a recurve. Yeah, and it was a it was the funniest looking thing ever because he never got he didn't get them fixed up or nothing like that. He just fletched them the way they were yeah. and then put a big ass broadhead towards the end of it. And it's it's pretty it's pretty cool to watch because I mean they flew straight, fucking <laughs> killing sticks. Yeah, but you're not getting a whole lot of speed out of it. You're not getting any more speed. Like, you know, 200 feet per second is a pretty fast recurve, and uh, even with 100 pounds, yeah. you're, you're not. You're only. You're still only getting like 170 probably. But you got to think about how much weight. Well, hell yeah, it's throwing a concrete that. block at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going elephant hunting. Well, you're gonna kill it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> you shoot it right between the eyes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Get the anti's oh, twist. Yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> yeah, you want to get on. You want to get on that subject. You know, people always talk about. Well, you don't need to kill this, kill that, and kill this. Go to Africa and ask them motherfuckers if they want those things killed. I guarantee you wouldn't want to live around fucking well, wild yeah. lions. No, <laughs> ever. Yeah, and people in your village are missing arms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, arms, and you know, you've had three kids, and you know, only one of them's left. Yeah. And the farmers or all their fields are trampled by elephants. Yeah, they, they don't get to eat. Yeah. And then every time somebody comes there and spends $25,000 to kill one animal, they get all the money and they get all the meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. The only people who are right. losing in the deals, the antis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. you can go to Walmart. I guarantee you go to... And they don't have a fucking Walmart. <laughs> was that their language? That was their language. <laughs> can can you repeat that? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> That's one hungry Got motherfucker. It. Yeah, exactly. So you oh. know, you know, I, I, <laughs> well, I, hey man, it's it's kind of a I'm I'm not necessarily passionate about it. I just wish people over here would stay the fuck out of their business. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with you whatsoever. Get, o- get off the nuts. Get off their nuts. Yeah. If a guy's got expendable income and he wants to go spend $50,000 and kill an animal over there. And they're going to let him and they're happy for him to be there. Yeah. They're and, like, oh, you're going to pay us to come kill this thing that's been killing us? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's extinct. No, it's not. If it was extinct, they wouldn't let you shoot the son of a bitch. Yeah. It, it's not extinct there. It's fucking up people's well, lives. So part of the problem is they do have a poaching problem over there. Poachers. Yes. And some of the money that gets spent goes against fighting poaching. Most of the money that gets spent goes to poaching because they don't have anything else to put money into except for buying more land or keeping poachers out. Yeah. So so really, if one guy goes over there and kills one animal and you keep out 10 poachers, that's going to come in and kill half of those animals. Right. You know, who are you against? Yeah. I, I, 
uh, it doesn't. Uh, okay, you might not agree with it. I understand, but it is you don't have a place to go on social media and tell them that they're wrong. Right. Just because I don't agree with two men having butt sex doesn't mean that I jump up and down and say you can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna look the other way. You do your thing. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep your dick out of my butt, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, that's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad. <laughs> Snake is probably <laughs> chewing his gum really hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> the older he gets, the less filter he has. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. He's he don't, he in, don't. He don't need one. It don't matter. He's turning into a crotchety old white guy, and I love it. Yeah, uh, I love it. So yeah. do my kids. My kids love the shit that comes out of his mouth too. Because you never know when it's coming or how it's coming. Oh yeah. yeah. So like the other night, he sends me this text. I shops open, so I'm not at Carter's game, and Carter ends up getting hit. He was up to bat and got hit in the butt. And my dad has my two little nieces with him. And he said, hey, Carter got hit, got hit in the butt. I told the niece, your nieces, it's okay. He got hit in the gayest part of his body. And I saw that and I'm like, Jesus, dad. How would you tell these little sweet girls that for? So I get to the party. He goes, hey, did you get my text about getting hit in the fattest? Uh, <laughs> he goes, fattest part of the body? I'm like, that's not what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I said, you said gayest part. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You could see the fear in his face. Yeah. I turned my phone around and showed him. He's like, oh, <gasps> autocorrect. Autocorrect. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, how often are you typing in gayest? Right, right. Yeah, gay <laughs> gay and fat. That's too, I don't think, uh, yeah. I don't think those words are How many connected. times have you typed that into where your phone says, oh, he's trying to say gayest again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I love it. So, yeah. Moral of the story is. Stay the fuck off Facebook. Leave those people alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And not the people that's killing animals. You're fucking with the people that's over there trying to make a living. Yeah. You know, I that if you want to go for anybody, go for the people that's letting them kill them. I mean, yeah, I want to see you go over to Africa and, and tell them, you know, well, you can't do this. They'll shoot you between the eyes with a bow or poison dart or something. It'll be lying for you. Yeah. Fuck. They'd be like, oh, really? Help us come get water out of this river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, they can't even go between what, crocodiles and, and uh, what, are, what are those little fish? Piranhas? Piranhas. Yeah, between crocodiles and piranhas, they can't even go get water. Could you imagine? Fuck you. You're getting and out getting, of the tap. Getting eaten on the way there by some lion mm-hmm. or cheetah or leopard or whatever the hell's over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of hyenas or some yeah. shit. Yeah. See a warthog, yeah. But but you live in your, your you live out. in your concrete jungle in the U.S. You feel good about oh, yourself. Oh yeah, you feel good about yourself because you get on social media and you went no no you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody cares what you have to say. Block A that would make a good shirt. Yes, it would. Fuck you, Peter. <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> We're kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't do that. But do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let us know about uh, it. Exactly. Uh, oh shoot. So um, my last. 3D shoot is next weekend. We're in year four of it, I think. So it's kind of bittersweet. The move is bittersweet for me. Right, yeah. Um, I've made a lot of really good friends over the years out here. And uh, I've learned quite a bit, too. And you've done a bunch of stuff that you've always wanted to do and that stuff that you love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> archery is my passion. Yeah. My true passion is seeing people get into archery and enjoy it and have fun with it. That's the reward for me. But uh, the last shoot, it's going to be weird. I may have to show my emotions. You shouldn't. Let some tears out, man. I can't. Yeah, you can. That last time. You're going to see that one last little kid that comes through. 
and he's going to pull that bow back, and there's just going to be tears. <laughs> because you know you're never going to be able to see that again. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. There'll be tears on the inside. Maybe your butthole will get a little wet. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I feel some type of way about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you got to. But here's the thing, Jimmy. You're not... It's, you make it sound like that you're going to go from... Uh, you know, this big place where you build all this stuff and nothing's going with you and, and you're never going to teach anybody how to shoot again. You've already told people that you'd keep teaching them how to shoot. And, and yeah. it's not like you're, it's not like you're moving in the middle of Terre Haute or something. Ugh. <clears throat> you go ahead and shoot me now. If I, I mean, had to move in town. Yeah, no shit. But, uh, but honestly, you get to go and you, you know, you get a whole nother four or five years of figuring the deer out again. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and no, all no, that no, stuff. No, no. I'm not complaining. I'm just... I've learned a lot in the past four years. Um, one of the things that I've learned that should be obvious, but some course owners don't think about it, people like to shoot good scores. Oh, yeah. And as a course owner, if you're setting it up, you're kind of in control of the scores they shoot. Yes. In an indirect, in an indirect way. way. Yeah, you can put shit in the way. You can put shit in the way. You can make shots hard. Yeah. You can make shots easy. Yeah. You can uh, put, you can put, you can be in the dark and put it out in the sun or vice versa. Yeah. So imagine if you played <clears throat> baseball growing up and you went to a certain school's field and you always had a good game there. You always went four for four when you pitched. You always, yeah. you know, pitched three innings and you'd have five strikeouts. And then somebody something. burns the field down. <laughs> and no, but I mean, that's your spot. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck, I love this place, man. I just dominate here. You can kind of do that for people yeah. with the scores. Ooh. Oh, you should have done that right mm. into the mic. Oh, I forgot. Uh, damn what the, it. the fuck, Jimmy? Damn it, damn it. I'm, well, that's your gig, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we can be everybody's gig. Yeah. I like farts hit just unless it's the next person. But no, so when you set up the course, you can... You can give them some score. You can give them some some chip shots. Yeah. People like that. Because there's people who only practice at 20 and 30 yards, and that's all they ever do. And they come to a course, and they're like, 48 yards? What the fuck? What the hell is this? My pen, I don't even have a pin for that. So you can make some. You right. People score good at your place. They have like, more fun. Yeah. Like, like They don't like, know why. They don't know why. Right. They can't. <laughs> quite put their finger on it why they like that course so much yeah it's just that's a great place i had a lot of fun today well yeah. hell yeah you shot a 292 man All right <laughs> you shoot 247 248 250 everywhere else you yeah you're gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. so that's one of the things yeah but um, here's the thing jimmy never did that shit for me <laughs> I, I bitched one time when i was shooting traditional that the stakes were too close. So when I come back, I was shooting past the blue stake. I was shooting past the open pro. So. Well, that's because you're a friend. So I, I want to see him struggle. I will bust your balls. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so you're going to, you're going to miss the camaraderie of the whole thing. Kind of. I will. I t- I'll be honest, totally honest with you. A shoot weekend will wear your ass to the bone. Yeah. Because it's not. The physical part of what you're doing, it's the length of before sun up, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Right. And then you spend all day long outside in the heat. Yeah. Or the cold. Or the cold. Yeah. Rain, snow, doesn't what, matter. Whatever's happening. Because if you're shooting, you're shooting. Period. Yeah. Bow hunters are diehard people. If one person decides to show up the whole weekend and it's been piss poor raining, then My they're going to be pissed off if, yeah. if, you know. 
Oh yeah. yeah. There's been times when it's been pouring so hard. I'll be sitting in my vehicle out here by the fence row. Yeah. Somebody will come in and I'll get out and go out there and I'll stand under that pavilion for two or three hours while they're out shooting. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So More that, that grind usually by Sunday night, especially when we pull the course Sunday, since the last shooters are over halfway through, we start pulling targets, you know, um, by the time you're done, you're so worn out. You're just born to the bone. And I'm sure you got to deal with some assholes, too. Just <sighs> one or two over the years. Just one or two. Yeah. Archers, for the most part, are good people. The people who love archery enough to come to a 3D shoot. Yeah. Not the guys who throw it in the closet. Yeah, but usually the assholes are the ones that got like a score of like 320. <laughs> Little pencil, little, pen, little pencil whip. Few of them. Pencil whippers. You ever caught somebody pencil whipping? No, never caught. Oh. I don't care. You don't care. I really don't care. You want to know what's really funny to me? Some people really like seeing their name on that website. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And hey, <clears throat> if they've worked their ass off for it, I'm happy yeah. for them. But some people really, if like they've the cheated, <laughs> well, they're a piece of shit. Pretty much, yeah. You're a piece of garbage. And if I knew you cheated. I would probably tell you. Yeah. Hey, no, nah, that's not how we do <laughs> you things. Know, well, here, if you just sat down to some of those people and explained, um, okay, so you do know that the only reason your name's up there is because I typed in a few numbers on a website and just kind of posted it on there. There's, You get nothing out of it. You get no that boys or nothing like that. Uh, maybe from a couple of your friends or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> That's really not that big of a deal um, as far as to cheat. But, you yes. know what I mean? Yeah, if when, they, it, when it comes to cheating. If someone is but cheating, if, but for the guys who work their ass yeah, off. Yeah, and they've been coming in like second, third, or something like that, and they and they, and they they finally get that first place. Get over that, that That's a totally different story. Oh, yeah. I'm talking oh, about yeah. the fucking dickheads that come in and they just pencil whip just so they can get their name up on the oh, yeah. top and nobody knows who they are nobody cares right. you know all they all the when people go in and look at their scores they're looking at theirs they're not looking what your name is right you know what i mean they yeah. don't they could give less than two shits about you know who you are where you're from and you know that's why i tell a lot of people don't be intimidated to try 3d archery or try an indoor league yeah everyone on the line or everyone at the stake or in your group couldn't give two shits less about what you're gonna do. Nobody looks past their name unless you got a buddy that you know you beat and you're taking a screenshot of it. That's I mean that's I mean that's the only yeah that's the only time nobody ever looks past their name. Nobody's looking for anybody else's name. Right. Yeah. You know. So yeah, you just and as far as pencil whippers go, man, if they can live with it, it's on them. I I don't care. I need to be shot in the eye with a fucking BB gun. <laughs> You just ruined you, all, all you did is ruin somebody else's time. You want to hear something funny? Uh, well, there's no uh, here's the thing there's not an age next to you know who you beat. So you, you might there could have been some 17 year old kid that come in, he wanted to shoot with the adults or, or a 15 or 13 year old kid, and he thought he was doing really good. And what if he went out there and he shot the best fucking time of his life? And the only reason you beat him is because you wrote down a fucking couple numbers on a piece of paper, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Boy, Jay was getting animated. You want to hear a funny story about scores? Yeah, go for it. So I have a group of three guys, and when the sun comes, there's four of them. They're usually the first shooters here every Sunday. Yeah. And see, this is the kind of stuff I'm going to miss. Great people. They're from Ashmore. Yeah. I know them. Uh, Ashmore, Charleston area. Well, the first year when they were coming, one of the guys named John Dick. A super, super nice guy. One of my favorites every month. Um, him and the... And the 
and Greg Coffee and Colt Coffee and Dave Mason, I think, is the group. They shoot all shoot traditional. They come through bright and early. They're always in a good mood. Well, I didn't know them. I knew them who they were because that's where I came from. Right. But I didn't know each of them yet very well. And well, when they turn in scorecards, sometimes you have trouble reading the names, and sometimes they don't always mark what category. Right. Why well, mistakenly put John's card in? He's shooting a traditional with his buddies, right? In the kids group. <laughs> so he he had the, he had the kids high score that month. <laughs> so the next month he comes walking up, shaking his head, and his buddies are behind him just jawing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's up? And they're like, we want to know if he can win the kids group again this uh, this month. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you put me in with the kids, and these guys have told me every day that I'm a piece of shit because oh, I won in the kids class. Uh, that's exactly what, if you ever caught a pencil whipper, whipper, that's exactly what you should do. If they wrote down like a, like a 319 or something like that. And put them in the kids class. Knew, yeah, just put them in the kids class with, with, all, with all, yeah, look, look who did that. Oh, yeah, just make them, bring them down a notch. Oh yeah. But that was so funny when I'm like, oh my God, that was an honest mistake. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> And his oh yeah, the that's a thing. Oh yeah, a whole month of just going. <laughs> oh, you're the best kid shooter in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That'd be like a dream come true if it happened to you or me. If we went somewhere, and well, and and I, I, I'm trying to get over this whole thing because it's actually making me a little aggravated about about just dishonest people in general. But uh, uh, somebody would, if you were to do that to somebody like either a pencil whooper or somebody who you know was like really trying to do whatever they put you probably got a nasty phone call what the, what the fuck man you know or, or something like that you yeah. know i could see it happening and i don't know why i could just there's just some people that get under my skin why and i just want to fuck them why huh i don't, I don't why know. does that bother you so bad what other people i mean to where like if they're pencil whipping it would like literally upset you to the point where you're ready to whip their ass um Mostly, mostly because it's just it's kind of like the, the you know the Africa thing we was talking about. They're doing something that's affecting somebody else's life that they have nothing to do with, right? You know what I mean? I get that. Yeah, I mean, why not and just, it, it's why not just it's look at them and it's think. something super simple, huh? Why not just look at them? Well, and think. because they just ruined some kid's day. Yeah, but the kid may have a better grip on reality and life than the piece of <laughs> shit who's true. pencil whipping. Yeah, you got a good point there. I don't think Maybe about. It. Like, I don't, okay, I think into it very shallowly. <laughs> All right. You're like black and white. I can't get past the they're a piece of shit part <laughs> and that this person can be fine with it. You know, I, I'm a big believer in karma. Uh, yeah. Karma, what goes around comes around. Uh-huh. And me, okay, so you're me out, too. I got some news to tell you afterwards. You're out there pencil whipping shit and you're getting fucked in the ass by real life. Yeah. Come Monday or Tuesday Pro, or Wednesday. You know what? Probably right. He's probably got a job that he hates and good for Goes him. home to a wife good that for, he hates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. She bitches his at him because he's fucking miserable. Yeah, he he's get, on the death's doorstep of pulling the trigger on his own self. Oh, yeah. Oh, pencil whip. Hope he goes home, takes that shotgun, puts his little pinky toe See, on there. See, you're smiling now. Yeah. I knew I could get you smiling. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I can just picture that big old blood splatter on the ceiling. <laughs> I give you the old wobbly or oh, reach yeah. around. And then he's and, grinning. He's grinning. Yeah. And he's got like, you know, and I, I hope he's got like a bunch of money. And, you know, and, and like I said, he blows his brains out and his wife gets all the money. <laughs> she spends it on, you know, she spends it on male hookers and shit, you know, and dildos. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so all his, all his life's work just went into, you know, good orgasm yeah. for his wife. Shouldn't have pencil whipped you, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, so anyway, 
It's the end. moral of the story is if you pencil whip, go home and shoot yourself. It's the end of an era. A lot of people are going to miss Osage. All kidding aside, I will. There's a lot of people who are going to miss it. Even the pa- past two years, it's been that's a lot of good times out there. Yeah. So, um, how far can you throw a hot dog? I won't do another course in the future, but I'm selling the targets to a guy that's going to be really close to the area I'm moving, who yep. may be doing something similar to Osage. It's, I mean, it's a it's a work in progress, and we will, and hopefully, I'll be helping. Long, yeah, hopefully, for a long, we'll be talking about that point. specific person. More. Yes, yes, because he's going to become a sponsor of the Wobbly Arrow. And I may be helping him with the new range and not necessarily working there, but just like going showing, out and showing him the ropes so he, yeah. don't, he don't have to make the same mistakes you did. Yep. You yep. Know. Yep. Yep. So, because Jimmy, he's a nice guy like that. Yeah. So, my last item on my piece of paper is, and this was started out to be a really fun conversation. We put the brakes on. We're like, <laughs> nope, we're going to save this. So if you're not a true diehard fan of the Wild Blue Arrow podcast, you probably don't give two shits about what we're going to talk about. Right. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Say AMF. You that stands for <laughs> adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> AMF, bitches. Now, the last subject is where is this podcast headed? And we don't mean headed like latitude, longitude. Yeah. Gay, straight, all that stuff. Ooh, is that a possibility? It, you never know. Jesus. You never know. I mean... I could be gay if it wasn't for all the butt sex. Mm. Yeah. I could be gay except for the penises. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, think about yeah. it. Well, I couldn't blow anybody or jack them off either. That's what I'm yeah. saying, though. Yeah. If yeah. if it wasn't for the sex, you and I could live together. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'd have a blast. Yeah, we'd just say we're gay. Yeah. Well, No, we'd have to be eunuchs. Yeah. Have to cut it right off. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it'd be fine. So you yeah. could be gay if it wasn't for the penises. Yeah, yeah, if it wasn't for yeah. penises. If you had a vagina, <laughs> <laughs> right? If you had a vagina, oh, it'd be over. <clears throat> so where is the podcast headed? I, I go I, ahead. I see. I, I really, honestly, and this is me being straight up. We got a long road ahead of us, but especially with the move and the more time that's going to be put into it. I have a feeling that we're going to find out fast how, just how far we're going to be able to take it. Like, we're, it's going to be, we're going all or nothing into this motherfucker. So you're saying we're going into turn four as hard as we can? Pretty much, yeah. We're going to do the this old. This is it right here. What do they call that? When you slide in underneath the car to pass them? Your car actually slows down, but you're in front of them. It's a dirty racing move in, on dirt tracks where you come in and you slide real hard and kind of up in front of them, but you slow way down. Oh, yeah. Because you're going so sideways yeah. that the yeah. car can't who do are, Who are we fucking? Ryan Buckler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we can't fuck Ryan. Can you do a Casey Kasem voice? No, I don't think you can. You can't? Oh. That would have been a funny opportunity. Ryan Buckler, this is for you. Yeah. The okay. ass fucking came out in 1985. Okay. Casey Kasem. What year were you born? 87. Uh, <gasps> this hits from 1987. <laughs> this is for you, Ryan Buckler. I can't do Casey Kasem. I can't either. You, can do, even, you could do Mike Tyson. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, anybody can do Mike Tyson. Just talk with a lisp and make your voice high. <laughs> everybody gets the drift. <clears throat> but we're going we're gonna to try merch. Yes. Um, Merchandise for yeah. those people who aren't uh, down with it. We're going to really start now that we got. We're going to have time. This is all 
prior to a couple months from now. So, I mean, prior. So, not prior. A couple months after. After. What? what? Post. Post? What the prior. fuck ever? I don't care. <laughs> you talk as good as you spell. Yeah. Dick face. So, oh, that one cut deep. Uh, he, he paused. I got no, him. I oh, got no. him. Oh, no. Uh, as anybody knows, uh, uh, my wife does my spell checking for Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> so, I can't spell where the shit. I come from Eastern Kentucky and uh, I was pretty good at baseball. So, I didn't have to do, oh, it, do anything. Oh, cool. yeah. Here we go. Uh, well, okay. I'm, I was pretty good. I was such well, a stud I was, on the I ball. I was field. pretty good in a town of. A thousand people, and when I say I was pretty good, I still wasn't even close to the best. I was just good enough on. I was on a good team, and I started. Truth be told, he polished the knob of Mr. Johnson, the spelling Uh, teacher. Oh yeah, the polish and the knob. I don't even remember having a spelling class. You don't remember doing spelling in school? I don't think I I did, dude. I was an all star. I wasn't. I could spell some shit. (laughs) There was no spelling bee in my future for sure. Really, hooked on phonics did not work for me (laughs) at all. Yeah, I had it. I threw it away. Yeah, I got it from my dad. He's a great speller. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, my dad's really not a great speller either. <laughs> I, love, I love I love my dad, but, you know, I guess it runs in the family. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's the way it is, man. Yeah, I can tell you anything you want to know. We're born with t- certain skill sets. Yeah, I can tell you anything you want to know about fishing, but when it comes to spelling words. He can't spell the gram- lure brands. Grammar, all that shit. Yeah, no, it's all out the window. Your grammar's good speaking, vocally. Uh, yeah, well, I can, I, you know, the... Honestly, doing the podcast and talking to people and stuff like that, it all kind of it kind of like comes out. Yeah, pulling you out of you know what the I worst thing for me is having a conversation with somebody, and I got into such uh, like a, a rhythm of not having dead air that. I'll get in a conversation with somebody, and then when somebody stops talking, I feel like I have to say uh-huh. something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just did this the other day. I was at work. <laughs> I happened to be at the parts counter. I saw a guy I hadn't seen in years, and we had like this five-minute just natural low-key chat, blank spaces in between, and I'm like kind of in my head. I'm having an internal conversation. Like, should I say something? Should I say something? No, he's still telling the story. He's just taking a minute. Okay, I'll let it go. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. <laughs> and I'm sitting there looking at the guy, listening to his story, thinking if he knew what I was thinking right now, he'd think I'm a fucking dickhead. Exactly. And people look at me sometimes like, why? Why are you talking so much? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't. I can't help it. I can't. I really can't help it. It's just. It's kind of embedded. I can't. Even when I think about it, I I can't yeah. just stop. Right. Yeah. I, I let, know. It's let weird, other people it? talk. Yeah. I can't. Which I've always kind of been that way. I'm a I'm a quite annoying person. Honestly, uh, but you know, it people just kind of put up with it because every now and then I can be funny. So, uh, and I, I acknowledge that I'm a pretty annoying person. I don't think you're annoying. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I think well, you're you hilarious. Haven't, you, you haven't known me for that long. The guys at work, <laughs> J Rod, shout oh. out to J Rod, J Rod, J Rod, Gay Rod, yeah, Gay Rod. Yeah. Dude's got the longest neck. He could park <laughs> freaking Hamilton Steele's cock in that throat. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I made up a name. <laughs> Mandingo. 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 Yep. If you don't know it, Pornhub it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. But it is kind of weird thing. So I think, honestly, I could see us puttering along. Doing it like we're doing it now. Yeah. Doing it for fun. Honestly, I don't want to get to the point to where... It comes like a job. 
Exactly. Yes. To where it's like a requirement. Like, oh, you got to come over. I got to come over. We got to do this. Yeah. Right now it's like, hey, when are we doing the podcast? Hey, let's do it Friday. Let's do it Saturday. I, but I do want to incorporate our podcast into our fun times. Like if, oh, yeah. like, yeah, if, yeah, like yeah. if we ever go to New River or something like that, I want to take this shit with us and I want to do one from there. If we yeah. go, uh, if we go on a hunt somewhere like turkey hunting or whatever, yep. I want to take the shit with us I, and I want to get, I want to get like, Oh, I do too. The fresh stuff that I comes out of your mind. But you, I, I don't ever want to get to a point to where it becomes a commitment to make other people happy. Yeah. Well, I just like making people happy. Huh? I just like making people happy. Yeah, I yeah. want to. Basically, what I want to do is I want to provide entertainment to where people can disconnect from reality, like it, like TV shows used to do for you. Yes, exactly. Where Not like they now. Used Jesus to. Christ. You see, fucking Roseanne. Have you watched that new Roseanne? Yeah, it's nothing but a big political fucking piece of garbage. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's still used, kind of, used to. Back in the day, you would watch a thirty-minute or an hour-long show, and you'd be disconnected from reality. You didn't think yeah. about the house payment that you're trying to scrape up. And when it goes off, that all that shit comes flooding back. I understand that, but but for that split second, you know, you were. Yeah, and that's my goal: is yeah. I want to be entertaining. I want to be funny. I want people to be able to relate to us. That's kind of why I shared how stressed out I am. Right, um, <laughs> relatable. Um, I don't want to have to be like, well, you know, we got Sword Sights as a sponsor, right? We got to do a show, yeah. No, no, and that and that. See, that's the thing about us too. We won't pick up any sponsors we don't believe in, and uh, we're not going to get to the point to where our sponsors are telling us what to do. Exactly, because <clears throat> that's no way to live. Yeah. I want to be able to I mean, say, it's not like we're making a living on the podcast. No, we're not. We're not. But I want to be able to tell someone if they tell me, well, you're going to say this or you're going to say that or you're going to do this. I'll be like, homie, don't play that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> and let's be honest. If we're going to talk about this podcast and money um, or any kind of anything whatsoever, we really haven't gotten anything out of it. Rod's helped us out. Yeah. And... You had some from the bow shop, but you're closing that. Mm-hmm. So we're we're just we're freelancing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I do too. I don't ever want it to get. <clears throat> I mean, it would be nice if we've got monetary stuff so we could put it into clothing, hats, yeah, decals, stuff like that. But I don't ever want to make it a commitment type thing to yeah. where we have to put out X amount of content on X amount of days. Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of worried about merchandise too. Why? Uh, well, because, you know, we're not made out of money. And we don't like to buy just shit shirts and stuff like that just to give to people. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I know. Yeah. It's going to have to be like the dry, the uh, <clears throat> the good stuff. The, the yeah. Tri- well, just blend. like your what your knee shirts are made out of. Yeah. Stuff that's comfortable people are going to wear. It's expensive. Yeah, it but is. Well, I'm worried about when we, when we run out. People are like, what the fuck? Why don't you got any more? Well, you know what? We're fucking balling on a budget. You just need to slow your roll. <laughs> <laughs> get, it while, get it while the getting's good. Yeah. That makes it uh, <clears throat> in demand. Yeah. 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 Sign up for notifications when Jay Hill and Jimmy <laughs> scratch up a little extra money. Shirts will be available. And again. you might get a notification and you might not. I don't yeah. know. It's according to whether we remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's according to how stressed out me and Jimmy are that week. Yeah. <laughs> No, I do though. I would, I would love to be able to to sell shirts and stuff if people would be interested in that type of stuff. Yeah. And 
I mean, as creative as we are, we could come up with some hilarious shirts. I think so. Yeah. I believe Balake is going to come up with a few that we're going to use. Yeah. Yeah. Probably will. Um, But again, back to the whole thing. If, you know, could you imagine having to face deadlines? No. Because, I mean, it's like tonight. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And we scratch down four or five things, and we're an hour and 22 minutes in, just bullshit. Just bullshit, yeah. Could you imagine being forced under someone's thumb? We need content, guys. Come on. Let's go now. Come yeah. on. We got it. Where's I, that? I put it on myself kind of for like the Instagram page and all that stuff. I, I kind of put it on myself because I don't want it to die off. And that's right. that's my only that's my only thing. But, you know, I also realized that Instagram is a little bit ahead of the curve versus Facebook. As far as what? As far as just getting uh, people interested. Because I, I hate to say it, but Facebook has become really political and oh, a lot of, and people yeah. get on there for their fucking news more than they get on there to be entertained. Yep. So You're right. You I, are I'll right. Po- I'll post a few things, but when you want to really get, you know, some people interested in what you're doing, Instagram's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Well, and Facebook's turning into old people. Uh, yeah, I know. Right? And that's why it's getting more political and the kids don't want any part of that. No. The younger generation is gone. Yep. <clears throat> leaving Facebook. So. In fact, we were at the hospital today. Um, Lori was getting uh, MRI done. Mm-hmm. Carter and Grace and I were sitting there, and Grace wanted to show me what she looked like as a little kid. So she's Googling her mother's Facebook, and I'm like, why don't you just pull it up on Facebook? She's like, I don't have the app. I'm what? like, here, yeah, I got I know, it. Right. And so we found Holly on Facebook on my phone, and we looked through the pictures and saw Grace as a yeah. little kid. But that was an eye-opener for me to be like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, they're getting off that shit. 15 years old. I didn't even have Facebook on her phone. Yeah. It's like, really? Well, we do. They got Snapchat. I'm not going to lie. I I do Facebook just so I can, it's so I don't have to fucking text everybody. You know, if like, if White catches a big fish, I don't want to send out 6,000 messages just to show everybody. So I'll post it on Facebook. Yeah. You know, and you know, everybody likes to see that stuff. I try to keep up with family and all that stuff on Facebook and it's an easy way to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, a phone call here and there is is necessary. You know, you got to talk to your family, but I mean, in all, in all honesty, half the time, if I haven't seen somebody for a long time or talked to them on Facebook, I'll get there and I'm like, Hey, we did this and this and this. We'll be having a conversation and pretty much the conversation goes, Oh yeah, we did this oh i know i saw it on facebook i saw your wife posted it oh, okay well i did this oh yeah i know i saw it on facebook your wife posted it <laughs> <laughs> so but but uh yeah it's uh, man i can't i can't even scroll through facebook anymore yeah it's 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 rough i mean i most of my luckily i, ha, I haven't gotten to the political part of it so some of it will pop up some of it won't but most because most of mine's like fail videos and people getting hurt and funny stuff, memes, yep. stuff like that. Yep. 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 So I'm I'm glad that I never filled my fucking anything with political stuff. I don't know how people do it, man. Yeah, I don't know how they just stay in. It's that. It's like a sports team, man. Well, they they root for they, people to do good and do bad uh, and blah 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 blah. They stay in that rabbit hole for years. It's not like just. It's not like me looking up how to rattle a deer you know i can spend a couple weeks you know trying to learn how to do that and then i incorporate it and i'm done you know i I have the information in my head this stuff you have to keep up if you want to really get into it you have to keep up with it on a daily basis oh yeah and oh yeah you know politics is just and people i'm telling you man they root for people to do bad i'm team human being yeah no shit 
let's I want people in there that make the best decisions for humans. And I'm and I'm with Rogan on this whole thing. Like that bit he had that this job is stupid for one person. Yeah. Being the president of, you know, one of the most powerful countries in in the world. Yeah. And we just got one guy. You know, that makes not all the decisions, you know, we, we all right. kind of know how that works. It's, you know, whatever. But uh but for the most part, you're looking at one dude. Yep. Uh, or or woman eventually probably yeah uh, but well, people are just so narcissistic and in evil and me first that no matter who's in there even if you had ten people you're still gonna have pissed off people that want to create division yeah and you know it's all smoke and mirrors yeah. I just I'm team human being I could care less what political party comes up with an idea. If it's a good idea that benefits the majority of the people, yep. let's roll with it. <laughs> and Who cares about what side of the aisle you sit on? Who gives a rat's ass? You know what's really fucking funny? What's really funny is most of the people that get pissed off and get really political are middle class, lower middle class. Like, are people that are like me and you. Yeah. And we get fucked out of everything yeah every time something rolls around we're the ones that get fucked out of it it doesn't matter who if it's democrat or republican doesn't matter yeah we get fucked out of the most stuff every time it's because shit rolls downhill yeah so and and then they want to bit want to bitch about who they like the best i was like it doesn't matter you're gonna get fucked anyway yeah i mean honestly yeah bend over and grab the ankles that's right no i'm 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 so sick of republican versus democrat me too all this stuff i'm just like Guys, if you're so smart to get elected, quit playing the political game. And you want to know what's really honest about me as far as rooting for Donald Trump? I say America and all that stuff and Trump train and all that stuff. The on, the main reason I do it is because I love the reaction on some Democrats. <laughs> I, I, have you seen like the freak out videos oh, yeah. oh, where yeah. they're crying and screaming in the middle of the street and all oh, that yeah. stuff? Yeah, I yeah, think that yeah. shit is hilarious absolutely hilarious and the more of that that can happen the happier i am yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) coming coming from the guy who loves fail videos exactly i go over to his house and he pulls up youtube on his tv and we spend an hour he's like oh you gotta see this one oh you gotta see this one he doesn't run you don't run out of fail videos no you never watch this guy his nuts like get severed off his body check this shit out What, two minutes thirty seven seconds. Fast forward that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I just I can't I don't I, I I can't I don't know why people get so mad. I can't like it doesn't I guess it's just maybe how you're here's raised the thing. Or, here's the here's the way I look at it, honestly. Let's say I'm having a weenie roast out here and I invite a bunch of people and a lot of people I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna be nice to you and kind to you and offer you food and you need to go in the house, use the bathroom, no problem. Go yeah. ahead. There's there's nothing to be gained. There's no games to be played. If if Barack Obama, who I wasn't a fan of as a president, if he came to the weenie roast, I would be kind to him. Right. I would yeah. offer him food and exactly. drink. Do you need a place to stay tonight? Come on inside. Right. That's called being a nice fucking human being. Exactly. There's nothing political. We we need to stop being political. Yeah. Because it's to a point. It's it's worse than Ford and Chevy. Oh, it's way, way worse, worse than that ever than that's ever way uh, worse. Uh, you know Hoyt. And fucking PSE and fucking Matthews and you know and it's it's way worse. Yeah, than that I'm gonna grow out deer steaks. Do you want to come yeah. over? Because sure. if you put all those guys in one cookout, 
you know, or you sent all those guys to a deer camp, they might have an argument about it, but they're still going to hunt together or they're still going to eat together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But well, it's like it's <clears> like when you're a little kid and you get in a fist fight. You fist fight because you hate each other, and then after it's done, you shake hands, and you eight times out of ten, you probably end up becoming friends. Yeah, exactly. After the fight. Yeah. We're all human beings. Every, it all boils yeah. down. We not, may, not anymore. We're not. I know. <laughs> I know. No, not anymore. I wish we were. It's just a big shit sandwich. That's oh, all it is. is. It is. Oh, man. I, I go down a rabbit hole watching some videos. All right. Especially, see, what scares me is I got kids and they're getting ready to maybe go to college. Maybe not. I don't know, you know, how right. that's going to work. They're getting ready to do life. Yeah. They're getting ready to do the life thing. Okay. And. Uh, what scares me is the whole college thing, like what they're pushing on these kids, safe spaces, you know, all that stuff like that, where, you know, they, they put fucking puppies and stuff in a room and, yeah. and, and they let them go in there Walk and Welcome to the brainwashing emporium. <clears throat> and I, and I, it, it does, it scares me because I will tell you this right now. If my kids go to college and I ever figure out that they come to a safe space for any fucking reason whatsoever. I'm not saying you got to deal with it by yourself. You have friends, you have family. If you yeah. need to talk to somebody, there's plenty of people to talk to. Don't go sit by yourself and cry. Yeah. And talk to somebody. Well, and don't kill yourself. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that too. But, uh, well, that was deep. Don't kill yourself part. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so, but if I, I'm going to tell them straight up. I was like, if you go to a safe space, I will show up to your, wherever you're having college and I'll beat your ass. <laughs> In front of everybody <laughs> in that safe space, I, I, I'm. It's. It's not. I'm not. You know, we don't have to raise a society of kids where you know you have to deal with your issues internally. Even though that's the way we were raised. You're yeah. a guy. You keep your feelings to hidden yourself. deep inside. Yeah. You don't tell anybody. If you think a puppy's pretty, you just keep it inside. Yeah. You know. You, you know. Whatever. See, I'm kind of coming out of my shell a little bit there. Yeah, about, me, yeah, me too. Well, we're getting older. Just Fuck. yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> it, it is. Does, it doesn't matter now. I yeah. mean, yeah, it doesn't matter how you look to other people. You got your little small. Well, yeah, and, and I'm past that where I can yeah. get a rat's ass what people think of me. I got my friends. They 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 know me. If, if, whether I'm pissed, whether I'm crying, whether I'm whatever, they're not going to think any different of me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unless I go rape or kill somebody. I mean, that's that's different. But you know, you know what I mean. Man. I'd have to be on Unsolved Mysteries or whatever that show is. He was the nicest guy. Didn't say it coming. Didn't have a fucking clue. He was batshit crazy. Huh. We were really tight too at one point. Uh, what was that? Daniel Tosh that said that he's. He said if another person gets in there and says I couldn't believe it, he said there's not one person in my life I couldn't believe is up to horrible shit. <laughs> it's like if they ask me, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Uh, oh. But yeah, I like, but it does scare me. I mean, it, it, yeah. scare, it scares me like bad. I mean, I don't see how it doesn't scare you because all it takes is just one influential person that really doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. But, you know, they they talk loudly and, you know, and they make a point, you know, like the cult leaders. <laughs> yeah. And and then all of a sudden, bam! There your fucking kid is in a fucking space, safe space, holding a puppy because somebody hurt his fucking feelings. You know feelings. what? I've often you're out of control when it comes to kids. You can only control them up to a certain point, right? Yeah. I think of these sweet little ladies that used to go to church that I used to go to church with in their seven, sixties, seventies, eighties, and this was twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. They had some kids who were hell raisers. Yeah. And why? They grew up with this sweet lady. 
Yeah. You know but they mean? weren't sweet at the house. Well, them old sweet ladies that used to come in, they'd walk with a little, you know, a little hump in their back, and they'd say hi and shake your hand, and they were so nice. They'd go home and beat their fucking kids to death. No. <laughs> I'm a pretty good judge of people, and there's some sweet women who you, you let can me just in your house tell. every weekend. You can just tell that they got a sweet spirit. Right. It's because yeah. I like looking at your wife's butt. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Well. Um, no, but you can tell that they've just got a really kind spirit and they're really nice and their kids are pieces of shit. Yeah. It's like that taught me at that, at that time in my life that, man, no matter what you do raising your kids, it's a wild card, dude. It's a roll of the dice. Well, here's the thing too. If you let kids run wild, if you're a really nice person and only thing you want to do is just be not, not necessarily likable, you just want to. Be their friend instead of the yeah, parent. Yeah, be their friend instead of the parent. I don't care how nice you are. You're, you're, if you let your kid just run and do whatever they want and learn on their own instead of teaching them lessons, and I don't mean beating your kids. I just mean life lessons. Teach them the stuff that you know you know is bad, and you teach them how to be a good person. You don't have to beat your kids for them to be a good person. Teach them good work ethic. I mean, fuck, that's missing today for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Amen to that. Yeah. So it's just, if you just let your kid to their own device at, at, you know, ages seven, eight, nine, they're going to be a piece of garbage. I mean, they're kids. They don't know what's wrong and what's right. That They just don't. You know, that's why you're there. That's the reason why you're responsible for them till they're 18. It's it's not because they can't take care of themselves. If you put them out in the world, they're going to learn how to eat. You know, that's not why. It's yeah. to turn them into a decent human being. Yep. That's all on you. I mean, like you said, eventually it, there's nothing you can do about it. That's eventually. But while they're in my house, you know, I'm not saying, oh, you're in my house, you're going to follow my rules. No. But while you're in my house, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that you're going to come out of this as a likable, decent human being. And what you do after you leave is on your own. And someday your spouse will come up to me and go, what in the fuck did you do to warp their head like that? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, I can, I'm, I'm gone a lot working, you know. I just make sure my kids got a good sense of humor and a good work ethic. I mean, that's, yep. that's really important, especially yep. these days. Yeah, work ethic, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. And have, that's the thing. Teach your kids that instead of teaching them to be entitled, like, well, I deserve that because I went to school for however many years or I deserve. No, you get in there and work your ass off instead of saying, you know, why not you to a person? You know what I mean? Like Carter, the other night we were after a baseball game, we're on our way home talking and I was asking him and Grace, hey, what are you guys' college plans? You know, blah, blah, blah. We were talking about moving and how they'll be still dating but going to different schools. And we were talking. I told Carter, I said, well, what if you get a scholarship offer? He's like, for what? I said, baseball. Right. Oh, that'll never happen. I said, never say never. If you work hard enough, if you want it and you go after it and work your ass off You can get a scholarship somewhere. I said, there's a junior college somewhere that's going to want someone that's worked their ass off. Maybe a D1 school, yeah. a D2 school. Who knows? There's a lot of schools out there's, there. There's a lot of opportunities. So that's where, so he's being a realist saying, well, no one would want me. Well, you're a freshman in high school this year. Right, yeah. You haven't even hit your real growth spurt yet. <clears throat> right, yeah. You may be six foot four, 
220 shredded as a senior hitting bombs, you never know. Right. Or throwing yeah. the ball 97. One game. That's all it takes. Yeah. Uh, so teach your kids, work for it. If you want it, work for it. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. That's missing. Not many kids take it to that level. No. That's where kids who are naturally talented, naturally gifted, it comes naturally, they stop working at a certain point. Yep. And it's where the other kids who want it really bad, they work their ass off and get better than the naturally talented people. And you, you know what's really bad these days, especially with parents? It's not just kids anymore. Because now the parents that were shitheads as kids are now parents. <laughs> um, so their kid, they figure out, oh, well, he's really good at baseball. So they'll go put him in six different teams and they'll travel all around while they're eight years old. Yeah. Traveling all these places, making them play, you know, of course they're going to like it at first. Yeah, they're going to like, they're, they're getting all this attention yep. and, and everything, but eventually they're going to come to a point in their life where they're like, fuck this, I don't want to work yeah. this hard. Or they need Tommy John surgery at 16. Yeah, exactly. Blowing out elbows and shit. Yeah. yeah. Blowing shoulders up. I watched I watched a video the other day. It was awful. It was a high school kid. He was a, a sophomore in high school, broke his arm in three places uh, because his muscles outgrew his his uh, bone mass really? in his arm because he was just working, 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 working. He threw in the high 90s, and he threw a fastball. His arm broke in three places throwing the ball. Imagine you, fail video captain over there. <laughs> I know, right? I saw that, this gross-ass video. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, it was just it – just, that that's sad to me. Yeah. Because you know if he can throw a ball that hard – you know, a lot of that don't come natural. Yeah. Not that hard and be accurate at yeah. the same time. So a lot of people can throw hard. There's a lot of people out there that can throw 100 miles an hour. There's a lot more than what you'd think can yep. throw 100 miles an hour. But there's not a lot of people that can put it over the plate at 100 miles an hour. Right. Every time. So to see a kid work that hard for it and his arm breaking three places, you're just pushing yourself too hard. Yep. You know, and, and a lot of it's the parents. They're yep. like, oh, you're going to be a superstar. Let's go, 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 go. Yep. You just got to let it come. If they want to work at it, that's fine. Yep. But you got to learn, instead of pushing the gas, you got to learn how to, you got to be the parent, yeah. you know, and, and hit the brakes a little. You're not their fucking manager. Right. You're, <laughs> Good you point. Know, you're, you're, their, you're their mom and dad. Worry about their safety and worry about, you know, yep. whether their sanity first. Be the parent, not the manager. I like that. Right. And, and here's another thing, too, because you also, the... Holy shit, I really had a good point, and I just lost it. Oh. I know. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got it now. Oh, I, got, it, I, I got it. Andy's back. Yeah, I'm back. So you got these kids that are really, really good at sports, okay? And, like, like really good. Yeah, they're going to get a scholarship and, and go to college, okay? Well, they get to college. First time they're away from mom and dad. They have no fucking social skills. How many times have you seen a kid that's really good at something, but they can't do shit without mom and dad because they have no social skills? They've been, they've been not necessarily homeschooled, but catered to their whole life because of what they can do. Yeah. Good. And now they're just fucked in life in general. Who was that? Uh, who was that kid? He graduated from Florida, got drafted by the Buccaneers. Jameis Winston. Do you remember him? Uh-uh. As. <laughs> He was a piece of work really? when he was in college and getting drafted. Yeah. He stole, um, talk about entitled. He tried stealing, was it crab legs or lobster or something from a like a Publix uh, place down in Florida where he's going to school? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. He went to the deli and grabbed like, 
I don't remember how much, quite a bit, quite enough a bit. to where the enough. people chased him out of the store. I'm like, right. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> All right. And he got the cops called on him. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, Kill it. Kill what it. is it? Spider. I'm just kidding. I'm not afraid of spiders. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Yeesh. no. No, he, <laughs> he was one of those entitled athlete kids. Yeah. And when you listen to him talk, it's like, ugh. You have no social skills whatsoever. None. None. Yeah, I can't stand. I mean, I I do know there there's some kids that have problems, social anxiety and stuff like that, which I didn't think was a thing. And then I actually met one. That's a good friend of mine. And it's really, it, you can really have a problem. Yeah. You know, just with being around too many people or, right. or whatever. And, uh, and Justin's but, over there before that judging everybody. You piece of shit. Yeah, I know, fuck? right? Yeah. Man up. <laughs> That's what it used to be, though. Oh, I know. Yeah, those people would have gone home shooting themselves because, yeah. you know, because assholes like me and you. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm not that bad anymore, but. Now we're Mr. Sensitive. Oh, you yeah. have social anxiety? I got you. Yeah, Come but, over here. But there's some kids, it's not, they don't have social anxiety. They go in front of a group of people and they think they're doing awesome. But really, they're just coming off like the biggest piece of shit in the world. And they have no clue. <laughs> no self-awareness. No self-awareness, yes. Yeah. No self-awareness. That you, I know some people like that. Oh, my God, man. Where everybody in the group's thinking, what a dickhead. Exactly. And they're clueless. Yeah, or you're a fucking liar. What are you, why are you talking to us right now? Uh, yeah. And, yeah, some people, I don't, yeah, I don't, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It is what it is, yeah. man. Man, we've covered a lot of stuff. Tonight's been like ping pong. Uh, yeah, it has. Doop, 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 oh, well, we haven't had a really good conversation in a while. It's always been it's been a lot of stress lately. This is the oh, first time. I know you're stressed out, but but in all honesty, you kind of got every you kind of know which way everything's going to go. This is the first time in what probably a m- month or two that we've actually been able to sit down and just talk about other yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. has. It, you know, yes, I know. Okay. So it's like you plan a family vacation. You know the destination is Disney World. Right. But you don't know what car you're taking. You don't know who's going to be in the car. Right. You don't know nothing. That, that's where we were the past two months. Now now you've got your, you got your car. It's in, I think it'll get better a, when I get a date. Get a date. When I get a closing date on our property, then I can set a closing date on that property, and things right. will start to fall into place. Yeah. Right now it's eh, right. Well, no, right. Right now your car's in the driveway. The hotel's booked. You you got you got a criteria for a few days of the shit you're gonna do. You know the only thing that you're worried about is whether or not you're gonna hit traffic on the drive there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was easy as stress inducing as traffic. <laughs> I don't stay awake at night thinking about traffic. <laughs> right, yeah. No, oh, shoot. No. It's been a fun episode. I appreciate you guys. Reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Please. Leave us reviews. Apple iTunes. We need some reviews left. Send us a message. We get bored sometimes. We'll talk to yeah. you. Yeah. We got... Uh, I, I really enjoyed visiting with Juan today. Yeah. Juan Inch. And I talk to Block A every now and then. Yeah. Good dude. Juan was um, stoking my fire about the elks, man. He's into chasing elk down there, and that's my dream hunt. Oh, I know. And he was... Um, he just gets to walk out his back door and do it. He shot... He sent me a picture. <coughs> I saw that. Big and... Uh, 417 inches, number nine in Arizona. Mm. Made my panties a little moist. Well, seeing that he likes our podcast so much, I think we should have a pretty free place to stay when we go to Arizona. You think so? I think so. I'm thinking he's probably tuning out right now. I'll sleep on his front porch. (laughs) He's probably thinking AMF, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Adios, motherfucker. 
So anyway, no, leave us a review. Leave us a review if you would. Don't forget, visit your pro shop. Look for the sword sights, tree limb quivers. If you don't see them, hit up the shop owner. Yes. Say, hey, here's a quality brand you could carry that doesn't require minimum stocking minimums. Yep. And he'd be more than happy to work with you. Yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> so thank you guys for listening. We love each and every one of you. Until next time. Stay wobbly. Tyler, where is he? Later.